Yeah, and he's all like, "Good will hunting." <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, "Will will do good hunting." <laughs> That's a good catch. <laughs> 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 Who solved this equation on my blackboard? <laughs> um, Goodwill and... hunting, big cat. <laughs> and uh, the opposite of will hunting. Um, <laughs> Scorpionock. Scorpionock, who's lifting up a rock <laughs> because he's looking for remains of the Maximals. And he's like, are you under here, Matt, dead Maximals? <laughs> <laughs> Did you almost say Matt Damon? <laughs> Yeah, you caught that. <laughs> I did, yeah. Are you under here, Matt Damon? Matt Damon! Too much energy. What is up, Maximals and Predheads? This is Too Much Energon, the podcast where we talk about the 90s animated TV show Beast Wars. In production order, starting from the first episode all the way through, I am one of your hosts, NeoCal. And I'm the other host, Christopher Siege. Christopher Siege, how are you? Uh, I'm still alive. You are still alive. Are you ready for a dark voyage? I am ready for a dark voyage. Dark voyage. I gotta say, this is a damn good episode. <laughs> it's surprisingly good. <laughs> what a grab bag of episodes we're going through. Right? Especially with one you just told me about. <laughs> uh, yeah, still to come. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've had... <laughs> We we've had some uh, some highs and lows in the past uh, few weeks of recording this show. I mean, we had uh, we had uh, Evil Rhinox, the Rhinobot episode, which was uh, just it's a pretty decent one. Uh-huh, then we uh-huh. then we had fucking Dino Clone. <laughs> Dino Clone happened. It was a thing. And we had the Spark, which is probably one of the best uh, all around episodes of the show thus far. And we then we then we had the trigger part one and two, which was the floating island two parter, which was one of my favorite episodes growing up. As I that mentioned, made you into the man you are today. Damn it! It made, it made me into the maximal that I am today. Oh, lost opportunities. <laughs> uh, speaking you, you of just, lost opportunities, you just got to <laughs> give it the old maximal try. I know. I'm not cool enough. <laughs> Dark uh, Voyage is the 18th episode in production order and the 20th episode in US broadcast order and it aired on 1997 January 27. So geez, I was 10. No, I was 9. I was 9. Uh I had just turned 12 years old 24 days earlier. It was probably well we talked about it. We we think that the show was like what eight plus. It was rate officially rated TVY seven FV in the United oh. States. So and they know best. So who are we to ask? Yeah, who are we to question? All right. So we start off in a mountainous plain, and we see some rat butt. Yeah, we see some rat butt. We see a uh, 
He's digging. Uh, we see a stinking omnivorous pestilence. Probably digging for garbage. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. He's digging through some rocks, and it turns out he's actually not digging for garbage. He is digging for energon crystals, which is what he finds. And he grabs out mm. this little... So what you're saying is it's not a chaos emerald. <laughs> uh, no, that's the wrong... Right era, wrong franchise. Oh. Where's our Sonic podcast? <laughs> Still to come. Um, and uh yeah. So he, he grab- they've got they've got tech with them. Yeah, he grabs out this like little extendo arm thingy. Like old people use to grab things off the top shelves. Yeah. yeah. Or fat people. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Cheetor runs up and he's got like this thing on his back. Yeah, it looks it stores crystals. Yeah, it look it looks like he had he's wearing this backpack. He's in beast form as well. Uh and it looks like he's got this like backpack thing that looks like it has these two like big cylinders on it. And so Rattrap uses the extendo arm thing and grabs the energon crystal and puts it into one of the uh the uh cylinders on Cheetor's back. And he's all like, Yeah, I got a nose for energon, kid. Used to uh, be the best miner in the Vespa system. Yeah, we get some some backstory for him. Yeah. So he was a miner, like a, an en- engineer. And uh, Rhinox is all like, not to mention this whole this whole area is reading high amounts of energon. Uh huh. Kind of, kind of taking some of the wind out of Rattrap's sail there, if you will. I like that um, Rhinox was basically suggesting it doesn't matter where you look. You'll <laughs> yeah. find Energon. And that's further backed up by Dinobot loathing that he's on a mining operation. And he like finds the mother load. Yeah. Yeah. Dinobot, uh, also in beast form, has got this like little like tricorder thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got this little like uh tricorder thing and he's basically all like I'm a warrior god damn it I don't uh, uh, not an energon miner this is such a waste of my talents damn it Jim I'm a fighter not a miner (laughs) Um, I like how he's like ooh energon deposits and he runs 10 feet and in plain sight not that they needed a scanner to find it in plain sight there is like a canyon full of it Full yeah. of energon crystals. Yeah, despite lamenting about the fact that uh, he's too good to be an energon miner, uh, as soon as the scanner goes off, he gets all excited and he's all like, "I found some here." He calls, summons people over, and yeah, like you said, he runs like ten feet, and there's like so much fucking energon everywhere. Too much energon, if you will. It's too much energon, man. Um. And Cheetor and Rattrap uh, bomb over there. And Cheetor's all like, oh, wow, nice find, Dino Miner. You're even better at this than Rattrap. And Dinobot's all like, I'm better at everything than Rattrap. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, Rattrap's been on some pretty cool missions. True. I I think only he could accomplish. Yeah. But still, it's a funny line. It's so funny that even uh, Rhinox is laughing about it. 
Yeah, they're having a grand old time. I feel like there's a a scruffy nerf herder like insult specific to Beast Wars. Something to do with Energon Miner. Yeah. A filthy Energon Miner. Uh it needs some work. Doesn't roll off the tongue the same. No, it's uh we'll we'll have to workshop that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um an arrow like hits the energon but doesn't explode. Yeah, it reminds me of the uh uh the Patriot arrow from Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Right? Like it comes out of nowhere and kind of like moves around in the air before embedding itself in a crystal. Yep. Like a mind of its own. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of Unsur- weird. Unsurprisingly, it has Predacon symbols on it. Uh-huh. I mean, oh, I didn't even notice that. Who else would be shooting the, the this arrow, right? I like how they got the drop on the Maximals, and, and instead of shooting them, they, like, fire an experimental experimental weapon at the crystals. Yeah. And, Which, uh, to me, yeah. just seems like kind of a waste of all that energon. I mean, isn't that why the Predacons are here? I... Well, I mean, technically they're here because the Maximals shot them down. Fair. <laughs> but I, man, some, I heard that they have some bad blood between each other. <laughs> but, I mean, Megatron was all like, yes, the planet has Energon. Actually, no, I'm sorry. He was all like, <laughs> he was all like, hmm, yes, the planet has Energon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, you're alarmingly the, good at the uh impression of the, the video game yeah the 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 dipshit megatron uh-huh. <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, uh. so the uh robin hood patriot missile um is yeah. uh in the crystals and dinobots like ha you missed and we see uh, Scorponok. And who is it? Yeah, Waspinator. We yeah. see Scorpion and... Uh, Scorpion Be- and Waspman. <laughs> Scor- I was going to say Scorpion and Bee-Man. <laughs> the human bee! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a, a hero from The Tick. Yeah. Like instead of the human being, it's the, the human bee. The human bee. <laughs> Except it's actually not even the uh the insect the bee, it's just a person in a giant bee costume. Like yeah. the letter B. And he uses a lot of B words for his puns. Yeah. Yeah. And we find be out that careful, he... kids. We we be <laughs> be careful. We find out that he got his powers due to some like radioactive explosion at a spelling bee. Oh, I was gonna say like um, like an Alphagetti factory, <laughs> but that that makes yours is is better. I, I don't know. I, either one of those is pretty died, gold. All the children, <laughs> all the children that he died, he'd vow he would um, get vengeance for. So he I, promotes literacy and safety. And the only children oh, that this died is actually kind of a rad dude so far. The, the only children that died were kids whose names like started with the letter B. So that he took on the the vis the visage of those that have fallen. Yeah, I like a, it. Yeah, it's a it's his it, it's a symbol. Yeah, he's the symbol of uh, of safety. 
Wow, at, this guy actually sounds kind of rad. At, 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 as a man, I'm I'm fallible. I can be defeated, but as a symbol, <laughs> as a symbol, <laughs> I can like learn help kids how to spell. Man, <laughs> he gives the like Bruce Wayne symbol speech from uh, from Batman Begins. Uh huh. <laughs> I knew where you were going. <laughs> I can't remember the exact line, but yeah, that's where I was going with that. And uh, yeah, the Predacons in in this try to give some like speech, sort of. Because Dinobot's like, ha, you missed, sucker. And Scorpion is like, oh, did I? Check again. Dumbass. And we, uh, we see the Patriot arrow. Like, it looks like it's injecting. Oh, it's got yeah. pixels or something. Yeah, it looks like it's like charging up the Energon or something like that. Uh, and Rhinox is, Rhinox, like, looks worried immediately. <laughs> and he's all like, Maximus! And I like down. how he always says it like a question. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Have you noticed that? Maximize? <laughs> Rhinox. Maximize? <laughs> like he's he's wondering if it'll happen every time, and he's surprised <laughs> every time it does. <laughs> After he transforms, he's like, oh, cool. Yeah, still got it. <laughs> and unlike every all the other Maximals, he doesn't like run which is what i thought he was doing he keep in mind he's the heaviest and like bulkiest of all the i would argue all the transformers on the the planet yeah probably he runs he dives yeah he run he and i like the show always does a good job of showing like how massive he is right like the camera shakes and the ground goes yeah the 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 um the the sound editing uh in the, on this show is actually pretty good. Like the the sound it effects is. for him, like running, are like convincing. And he does an action dive off of the lookout that he's on, onto the ground and into the pit where the crystals are, and grabs it like fearlessly, like a soldier going and running and grabbing a, a grenade or something like that. Yeah. But instead of throwing himself onto it, he pulls it out of the uh, the crystal and throw chucks it away. And yeah, Ra- he just chucks it, and Scorpion's like, "Huh, nice try, stupid Maximals." Yeah, you're too late. They're just standing Idiots. there. They could be shooting at them too, but no. yeah, or like running away. But they all just oh, kind of freeze, and all of them. Yeah. They, yeah, and the rest of them transform for some reason. I don't know. Well, there, there's an earthquake, and like they see, they take Rhinox's lead, I guess, because they're like, "Uh oh, time to time to transform," I guess. Well, and maybe too because like their their beast forms are at least on the outside, like are like flesh and organic and whatnot. So maybe, maybe they're more susceptible to damage. Yeah, maybe so when, when they know the explosion is coming. They, they they go into robot form because like their their metallic bits will be much more resistant to an mm. explosion than organic bits. I don't know. The episode doesn't explain that at all. But no, I can uh, jive with that. But that's that's kind of my my head cannon speculation for why they would transform here. So what did that arrow do? It it like found the resonant frequency frequency of the energon, and like vibrated enough to like trigger their 
like their like shattering point or their exploding point or because all well, it kind of does is like there's an earthquake and then the the whole like, canyon that they're in explodes. Well, Energon is radioactive. Presumably, oh, like because... that Imagine Dragon song. <laughs> uh, because like they they specific they've specifically referred to quote unquote Energon radiation. Yeah, in this show so far. Um, so well, I mean, bananas are radioactive. So I I'm wondering <laughs> I'm wondering how radioactive and how well, much I... is too much. How much is too much, Energon? We'll, we'll never know. We ask this every <laughs> week. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, presumably uh, Energon is highly radioactive, and they've stated before on the show that in its raw crystal form, it's extremely unstable. Mm, okay, yeah. Radioactive so, elements are... Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yes, science things. So Okay, so it blew up because it's... That's what Energon does. Yeah. Uh, did I, you notice that they used a real fire effect? Uh, it's not CG. I didn't notice that, but what I did notice was the fire looked incredibly superimposed. So yeah, that, it, they, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like a real like explosion. I don't know where they got it from, or if it's just a little explosion, like superimposed over the the show but like that is straight up just a real real explosion and real fire and that makes me realize i was like oh well maybe the reason the fires looked good in all of the episodes up to now is because they they just have real fire maybe just using like stock uh that's what i was thinking like, using like stock effects is actually like more cost effective like taking lighting like, fire no yeah. way man <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's way more cost effective to just like take like stock footage and super of fire and superimpose it than actually trying to animate, especially in 1996, trying to actually like animate, render and animate fire. I think that's how they've done all the fire effects, and and it looks good. Yeah, it does. But look you can good. definitely tell with this mushroom cloud that <laughs> that uh, that it's it's not like CG. Well, and the fact that it's a mushroom cloud too <laughs> adds weight to my whole like radio radioactiveness argument. Well, Radi keep in mind the mushroom cloud is um is not because of the radi radiation from an explosion. Just let me have this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Radioactive things make mushroom clouds. <laughs> How could they not? <laughs> Nukes make make mushroom clouds. Nukes are radio like radioactive. Energon's radioactive. Energon explosion makes mushroom cloud. Let, it's science. Legit. Everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, Scorpion and uh, Waspinator are all like, are all like, yay, they're dead. We must. Uh, uh, report this to Megatron at once. Woo! And yeah, so they... uh, like Scorpion is even like, whoa, as if he's surprised. Oh yeah, yeah, he's all like, Noth nothing could have survived that blast. I thought you were going to go, nothing could have survived that blast. 
was like, whoa. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, nothing. Nothing could have s- survived such a jolly good explosion, yes. <laughs> Riveting good time. Simply uh, smashing. Yeah. He's like, oh, they're blown to bits for sure. And then uh, you do a really good Waspinator. And Waspinator actually, like, um, is he the one that makes the smart? No, no, neither of them. They're both dumb. Right, right. Sorry. My bad. I almost thought one of them was smarter for a moment. Um, They go, yep, seems legit. And they just go into beast mode and leave. Yep. Waspinator's like, oh, Megatron will be pleased and he'll reward us with time on the Xbox. <laughs> and uh, he's like, race you there. And Scorpinox's like, hey, no fair. And, you can fly. Uh, <laughs> no, you, can, you can fly too. You just need to think happy thoughts. <laughs> Would it be great if, <laughs> if he, he's like, really? And he just jumps <laughs> off the cliff. <laughs> He just scraps Scorponok. <laughs> <laughs> and Waspinator's just laughing. Like, Nobody is smarter than Waspinator! <laughs> Stupid arachnid, no. Insects will rule the world! <laughs> Screw you guys! <laughs> he just buzzes away. Yeah, doesn't even go back to base. Fucks <laughs> <Just puts> off. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's probably better than what actually happens here. Uh, yeah, so in the crater, uh, Rhinox... Oh, vultures. I never noticed that the first time. Mm. The, the camera starts by panning, uh, by shooting upwards, and it shows vultures circling. Like yeah. ominous. Death omen. <clears throat> oh, shit. Uh, in the <laughs> crater, uh, Rhinox gets up. He's still alive. Yay. Somehow. Uh, he's scorched though. Like there are visible. He's covered. Like he, he's covered in like black scorch marks. Yeah, they uh, did a good job of showing, um, like damage to them in this episode. Yeah. Um. And I feel like I got hit by a whole pred fleet. Yep, yeah, and he's all Gosh, like diagnostics, and. Uh, his internal computer is basically basically like shit's fucked, yo. Yeah, does uh, it even work? Or does it yeah. just go boop boop? Yeah, yeah, and he, I think he like sparks and whatnot. And he's like, "Oh, the energon must have uh, knocked out uh, uh, my internal circuits." Yeah, and then his eyes spark, and then they come on, but they're like plain white. They're like Batman white. Yeah, they were just black up to this. Yeah, point. and he's all like, including my optic sensors. I'm blind. And then Dinobot has a much less calm reaction to it. Yeah, he's like all what screaming. A queen. He's like all he's screaming. He's shaking his arms and screaming at the top of his lungs. I mean, half the stuff he says is screaming. <laughs> yeah. My eyes! My eyes! And Cheetor and Rattrap have the same problem going on, and they're all like, Rhinox, help me! Help Where me, Rhinox! It's darker than the Inferno out here. Help me, Rhinox. You're my only hope. <laughs> yeah. And Cheetor's like, Rhinox, Rat Trap, please help. I can't see. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, this is... They're scared. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't show them in vulnerable, scary situations 
to this extent. Yeah. And it only gets worse. Yeah, and uh, Rhinobot's all like, calm down, guys, calm down. Yeah, he yells. Let me, let me crack a beer and figure <laughs> this out. I'm the brains of this operation. Calm down. <laughs> and and uh, Rhinobot's like, calm down. How can we calm down when we can't see? And he screams at him. Rhinox yeah. cracks his beer and he's like, well, the explosion must have knocked out our sensors. Just about everything else, too. Yeah, he, and, uh, he says like, the well, what now? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he says the energon explosion contaminated their their systems. Yeah, contaminated their systems, and that uh, if they're in their beast forms, it'll it'll slow it down. Yeah, and maybe and... regenerate them somewhat. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. So they all yeah, so they all transform. One right after another, beast mode, they, beast like, mode, beast mode, and they, they all painfully like... spark. Yeah, like sparks fly out of their eyes and their joints and their ears and stuff while they're transforming. It's kind of hard to like. It's weird looking at them like twitching in pain. Yeah, it's weird as uh, Rat Trap puts it. Yeah, <laughs> he actually does say that. He's like, "That was weird." Yeah. And um, uh, they complain some more. Uh, Dinobot threatens Scorpionok's processor. <laughs> Specifically his uh, processor. Yeah, he's like, I'll tear Scorpionok's processor out for this. And Waspinators, too. Because Wasp... <laughs> and I helped! <laughs> <laughs> like, why was Waspinator even there? Uh... Right? Uh, maybe he was doing recon because he can fly. So maybe okay, he's the one okay, who originally, fair. yeah, maybe he's the one who originally spotted the Maximals. <laughs> and he was all like, that's where Scorpion man. And he's like, for the last time, I told you to call me handsome. <laughs> um, uh, or maybe Scorpionok um, screamed, witness me. <laughs> Waspinator just calls him Hansel instead. Hansel. <laughs> Hansel and B-Man. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Hansel and B-Man. <laughs> Basically, they're just as dumb as Hansel and Gretel. Or Hansel and Zoolander. Or or that. <laughs> uh, hmm, let me think about who's dumber. Oh, that's really hard. There's a question for anyone listening. Who is <laughs> who's dumber? Scorpionok and Waspinator or um Zoolander and Hansel from Zoolander? I can't answer that. I mean, Scorpionok does have a lab. <laughs> <laughs> and Waspinator can fly. Uh, oh, but can they stop projectiles with a single glance? I'm pretty sure they both can turn left. Oh, okay. See, there's an argument to be made, which is my po- <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is my point. I'm pretty sure they can li- both turn left. True. I mean, I can't True. think of a single instance where I I've taken note of that, but you you can be <laughs> damn sure I'm going to be keeping an eye out for it. <laughs> 
going forward. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. <laughs> they only turn right. Oh. oh. Jesus. The um, inspiration for the whole joke from Zoolander. Right? Yeah, that show, that movie only came out five years after this show premiered. Huh. Which, which is insane to think about now because, like, that period of time felt like so long. It feels. It felt like a long time, and those eras feel very different. Yes. Like, 90. 6, 97, 98 does not feel five years away, four years away from like 2002, 3, 4. Yeah. Like that's that's weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's that's when we like became older, so our perception of that is much different obviously, but like... I was just gonna say, the, yeah. The media... That's when we became men, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that's when we became men! Um... <laughs> Ah, 2001. I remember losing my virginity <laughs> like it was yesterday. <laughs> um, uh, oh, it was 2002 for me. <laughs> I was far too young. <laughs> Anyways. Girls uh, didn't like me. <laughs> what can I say, man? <laughs> I had a Dinobot th- thing going on. Oh, there you go. I, I was more like the um um I guess I was more of a Scorpionok, maybe. <laughs> so you I had great potential. I had great potential, but I wasn't much to look at. And <laughs> I always I, I was always up to something really stupid. Like like cyber bees. Like cyber bees and you know flying islands and impressing megatron (laughs) (laughs) uh and uh yeah so there we go and then ladies and gentlemen now that's where we are today (laughs) this is how we reached 2020 there's no in between that and and now (laughs) i like to think i'm much more like i i've i've grown much more into being like megatron at this point in my life (laughs) Start as a Scorponok, end as a Megatron. Hell yeah. That feels like an uncle meme. <laughs> you mess with the Scorponok, you get the Megatron. Jeez. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Right, what about that meme that went viral like a month or so ago that was like uh, uh, how it's going, or how it started versus how it's going, and you would post a picture of you from like whenever, and then you would post a picture of you now? Oh god, I missed that one. Yeah, it was going around um, uh, Twitter and Instagram about a month or so ago. I was actually thinking of posting a photo of, like, I I was thinking of taking part in it and, like, posting a photo of, like, I don't know. Like, there aren't a lot of, like, a photo of me as, like, a a 10 year old kid and then a photo, then, and then, like, my picture from, like, the, the Too Much Energon show art. Okay. Okay. Why not? Why not? (laughs) I didn't end up doing it, but, and now the, the meme, the meme came and went very quickly. And it's gone (laughs) forever. And it's gone. Never to be seen again. Until people start post reposting them on a, a year from now on Facebooks on this day, 
thing. Well, that that's always been a thing. Like the this is me in 2013. This is me in 2018. Yeah. We well we live in an interesting time because the internet was becoming a little bit more accessible destroyer to the, to the masses. <laughs> the internet become death, destroyer of worlds. <laughs> <laughs> the internet become death, yeah. Uh the internet hate machine was new and and well oiled when we started our um teenage years. And exciting and different and we grew up in the time span where like nobody really had cell phones and you know well, we we still well, went on smartphones yeah smartphones didn't even exist so no and like barely anyone had cell phones or if they did they were like car phones or they were just like wealthy like or they were masquerading as like important business people but i didn't know anybody masquerading (laughs) (laughs) my grandparents Uh, had a car phone when i was when i was a kid yeah yeah uh my aunt did never understood how they worked but yeah we're in that time when we got to see all of that kind of like emerge so we remember being kids like quote like end quote like before the internet but now it's hard to think of what it's like without it but i still went on bike adventures well and i remember when the uh the internet hate machine was basically just like was basically people just like fighting over which was better ps2 or xbox right (laughs) yep which people still do but now people also fight about much more serious things but back and then that's all less. that's that that's all people thought about back then basically. Yeah. And which furry AOL chat room you participated in. Yep. Uh speaking of furry AOL chat rooms, <laughs> the uh our heroes transform painfully as we mentioned. And uh, Rhinox is basically all like, "Oh, it's worse than I thought. We our only chance is to make it back to the base." And Dinobots basically yeah. like, uh, "Are you insane, you fucking idiot? We can't get to the base because we can't see." And oh, Rhinox, yeah, they don't have a choice. Yeah, and he I- says, uh, "Rhinox says if we don't reach the R chamber in about sixty cycles, who knows how that long that is? Let's say sixty minutes." Um. Yeah, I think uh, they can, the contamination I, will put their sparks out so for I, good. Is it uh, is it sixty minutes or like sixty times ninety three hours? We'll never know. <laughs> I think it's got to be longer than an hour. It's within the next two years. <laughs> it's got to be longer it's than minutes. an hour. It's minutes. It's no. Short. But like 60, 60, min- 60 cycles as minutes would be an hour. But and you like, feel like their base is farther than that? I do, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're quite a ways away. Yeah. Uh, but it's also they're also blind. Uh, uh, who knows? 60 cycles. Let's say they have six hours. Yeah, let's say they got, you know, before dinner. We have to be home before dinner. Optimus is making tater tot casserole. 
<laughs> oh man, I love tater tot casserole. Oh, is 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 Big Bot making his his homemade queso for dip? <laughs> well, what'll we, what we what will we sustain ourselves before then? <laughs> Don't worry, I uh, brought enough Sunny D packs for all of us. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? No, not Sunny D. What were those? Um, do you remember how like portable like bags of liquids were all the rage in the nineties? Yeah, Aqua, like like oh, Capri Sun. No. Capri Sun. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> For all of us. Man, what a time to be alive when they just threw every single thing at the uh at the board and, and saw what stuck. <laughs> like orbits. Orbits. <laughs> Why does that sound so familiar? Uh is that clear liquid that came in the, the glass bottles that had like colorful jellies like floating in it? Oh, I rarely saw those. Um, yeah, the the jellies. Like, was it a carbonated drink? I think so. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a picture. <laughs> I'm gonna post a picture of it. They were like IRL lava lumps, but like the jellies were edible. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, do you remember Gushers? Why was the '90s all about like slime? <laughs> We've talked about this before. I'm sure we have. I re-listened to when we were talking about all that stuff and cartoons and the Toxic Avenger and all that. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and the uh the cartoon based on the Toxic Avenger called um, Toxic Crusaders. Toxic Crusaders. Wow, orbits. Yeah, I never got to have one one of those when I was younger. They were. Um, uh, I they can't were, believe. They Go were ahead. out around the same time that this show was airing, so like 96-ish. <laughs> so it's kind of on topic. Fruit by the Foot, Gushers, um, what else? Dunkin' Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos. Like, man, like, kid snacks were at an all-time high in the 90s. All oh, do kinds you remember of... Creepy Crawlers? There's a cartoon yes. for that too. I can't believe we never mentioned that before. There was a Creepy Crawlers cartoon that I watched. My cousin had a Creepy Crawlers, and my other cousin had a. It, it was by the same company that was made Easy Bake Ovens. Did you know that? Oh, I guess that makes sense because like the, made... the the process of making them was similar. They're actually the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it was actually like the same little oven. <laughs> but like they released easy boys they released easy bake oven for girls and yeah and creepy crawlers for boys except that in like my circle of like friends and acquaintances boys and girls loved both <laughs> yeah my cousins yeah. would like hire me to do the hire me get me <laughs> to do the uh creepy crawlers because i had a really good like steady hand and attention to detail like i'd add like little eyes where the eyes were supposed to be. I was gonna say if they if they hi actually hired you at that age, then like good on you. <laughs> Grifting <No>. the system. <laughs> the uh, the only thing like that I've ever been hired for um, was 
like repairing rock band controllers. Oh yeah. Um, in two thousand and ooh, six, seven. Uh, rock band came out in two thousand eight. Eight? Why is my years all met? Oh, sorry, not rock band. Um, well, no, what was the first one? Guitar Hero. Was that it? Maybe. Sorry, Guitar Hero. Then. Yeah. I always think Rock Band was the first one because Rock Band was made by like um the, the people that made the first Guitar Hero game, if I'm not mistaken. The first two, yeah, Harmonix. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, yeah, Guitar Hero controllers. That's how I made uh, pizza money in college. Anyways, <laughs> very nice. I don't know how we got on that topic. I used to, uh, when we worked at Blockbuster, uh, I'll cut all this out. When we worked at Blockbuster, I used to take all of the uh, online passes and like DLC codes and shit like that out of rental copies. And instead of throwing them away, yeah, would, instead of throwing them away, what I would do is I would sell them on eBay for like five bucks each. Oh, I made like 500 bucks one summer doing that. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that was that was my little uh, side hustle that I had going on at Blockbuster. That's a good side hustle. Yeah, because we just had to throw that shit away. Yep. I just took them. Yeah, I just kept them for myself and gave them away. Yeah, never thought I, about like selling them. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, it originally just started out as me like taking them and using them myself, and then giving them some of them away. And then I'm like, wait, I could. I wonder if I could sell these. And yeah, I did. If this is if this is in the preamble. I wonder if like what you're talking about even makes sense to. Uh, no, no people people remember that. Uh. People our age probably remember that. I doubt anyone younger. Or older. <laughs> or older, yeah. Because it was a very specific time. Because it was a yeah. period in gaming that only lasted like two years. Two or three I was going to say like two or... Th yeah. Yeah, it lasted from like 2009 to like 2012, pretty much. And then it just kind of fell out of favor. Mm-hmm. It fell out of favor so hard that like most companies ended up like patching out the online passes eventually of games that even had them previously. Online passes. Wow. I completely even forgot about that until you brought it up. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> to remind me of what happened in video game culture 10 years ago. Yep. What a time oh. to be alive. Yeah. And playing video games. And watching Beast Wars. So uh, Scorpion is radioing Megatron. I just at... realized one of the like spiky rock parts is going through one of the wings of the dark side. At yeah. 6 minutes and 23 seconds. Like, it's as if it was like gently lowered down onto it and skewered. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Right? Was that always yeah. like that? No, I have, I have no idea. <laughs> we'll never huh. know. Nope. And uh, then a Colgate commercial comes on and reminds us uh, 
<laughs> to uh, Optic White reminds us to, wow, there's a shake weight in this commercial. And uh, reminds us to, to brush your teeth. <laughs> so Megatron is all like, you didn't salvage the remains. And then he, and he punches a pipe. Yeah, or, or uh, a rail or something. He like smashes it. And he's all like, then how can you be sure that you destroyed them? Go back there now and make certain. Cheers. Scorponok is trembling in fear. And I'm like, yep. dude, he's never hit you. Uh, that's not true. Never mind. He has. Yeah, and he's all like, uh, Sorry, yes, of course, Dad. Megatron. I was, told Waspinator. Yeah. <laughs> I told Waspinator we should have done that. And Megatron is just all like, why in the hell were you listening to that idiot? <laughs> and Waspinator gets all bad and he's like, he's lying, Dad. <laughs> um, that, is oh, such... <laughs> that is such a, because I watched this during the time when I was younger. And when I grew up with my siblings and my cousins. So yeah. all five of us were within about four years of each other, five years of each other. Yeah. Right. And that is such like a blaming it on your like siblings or cousins thing. Totally. That whole like, oh, I, oh, I tried to tell Waspinator that we should have done that. It's, it's his fault. And then, you know, whoever you blamed it on goes, no. And like the parents don't fucking care. <laughs> upset at all of you equally. Yeah. Oh, and why would they really? Fuck. And uh Yeah, we cut to the Maximals, they're all dirty and like sooty and sparking. And they're going through the bayou. They're going yep. through a swamp. Like a a jungle swamp area. Yeah, and, I actually uh, I actually like the uh uh the look of everything here. Yeah, and they're like holding on to each other's tail. Like Rat yeah. Trap is biting onto Cheetor's tail, and Cheetor is biting onto Dinobot's tail, and Dinobot is so they're all moving along like the human centipede. His, they're they're <laughs> they're human <laughs> centipeding through the jungle uh, with their uh, the using the buddy system. Yeah, and um, Dinobot is kind of, but not really, keeping his hands like hovering over Rhinox's butt. Yeah. And somebody's like, oh, what's that smell? And Dinobot's like, we can only be in the swamp. And I thought he was going to make a comment about Rhinox's butt. <laughs> Thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> um, <laughs> but nope. Yeah, and, uh, Rhinox is all like, oh, you're catching on, Dinobot. We, we just follow our news. Wherever it goes. <laughs> and then he uh, uh, he stops in his track, like, with his nose up in the air, big smile on his face, and then everyone behind him crashes into his... his uh, Gargantuan his... backside? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say his uh, scrumptious rump. His scrumptious rumptious? Yep. <laughs> That's the Latin term for it. <laughs> uh, and they all, like, comically kind of, like, car crash and fall over yeah rat trap screams like a dog when you accidentally step on its paw man there's yeah. a lot of painful moments <laughs> this episode uh but apparently rhinox hears something yeah uh it's up above them 
This is horrifying. This is confirmed by the fact that we switched to a point of view shot of something up in the trees looming down upon Cheetor. Yeah, um, they all kind of like are trying to listen. And uh, Cheetor backs away, like out of fear. But I think that kind of Fs him over more because he backs away from the group. Yeah. And then some, the, probably the scariest thing on the entire show, besides the idea of tarantulas eating you. Um, wow. Uh, like, giant snake. Fucking warning if snakes aren't your thing. Um, a giant anaconda, like a 2,000 pound, like, <laughs> like giant anaconda, <laughs> leaps at the screen. So if snakes aren't your thing, this is jarring. And man, me watching as a kid, oh, cool. Me watching as an adult, fuck. This is terrifying. <laughs> Don't like snakes? Uh, not really. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I mean, uh, I, I I lament about the spiders all the time, so. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh, here's the thing. Let's say you're on, like, a second date, third date, and uh, you like the person, and you head over to their, their apartment or their condo or whatever, and uh, if they have a pet tarantula or a pet oh, snake... Oh, God, this has happened to me. Let, let me... You know what? Just go, oh, I completely forgot. Um... There, there's something I had to blah, 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 make up something, and just don't take your shoes off or go put your shoes back on and leave. Normal people don't have pet tarantulas or pet snakes. I'm, and if anybody listening has those, you know you're not normal. <laughs> I, uh, several years ago now, went on a date with uh, this girl. Snake girl? I, I had met on Tinder. Go on. Uh we we like met up for like dinner and drinks at like I don't know like fucking original Joe's or something like that, <laughs> you know, because I'm romantic. <laughs> I'm uh, romantic. What can I say? <laughs> so we met up there, and uh, yeah, she she lived. Actually, the reason why she we we went there was because she didn't have a vehicle. Not that I did either, but she didn't have a vehicle and it was within walking distance of her place. So she suggested going there and I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. So we went there. Things went uh, pretty well. She invited me back to her place and I'm like, sweet. So we go back there and we, she uh, had four tanks in her bedroom one had a snake in it. Uh-huh. One had a tarantula in it. What? And the other two tanks each had like four, sc- and four scorpions in them. Oh, oh, that's even fucking worse. So basically she had the Predacon base at her fucking apartment. Oh uh, god, I never thought of that. But yeah, uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> okay, okay. That was so much worse cuz I thought you were going to say and the other two tanks were for their food. No, 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 no. Yeah, the the other two tanks each had like three or four scorpions a piece in them. And you were like, "You know what? I'm good." <laughs> you turned around like a sensible human being. Um 
that would imply I am, in fact, a sensible human being. Uh, no, no, I did not uh, turn You were tail. like, cool, can I just not go anywhere near that? Basically, the, um... Here's the thing. This girl was cute. And okay. sex was very clearly on the table. Uh-huh. And, in fact, was served up. <laughs> eventually. So, okay. uh... I, uh, I, I was able to, to mentally block out the, the snake and horrible various different types of arachnids <laughs> that were like six feet away from me at all times. That's weird. Making eye contact <laughs> and like making chittering sounds as they creep across their tanks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, funny enough, this girl was quite unstable too. Oh, it's almost like something I said was true. <laughs> yeah, that uh Yeah, anyway, that uh that ended up being a <laughs> I'm calling that Christopher story the uh the Predacon base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that the was... fucking Predacon base in here. <laughs> uh yeah, that was not the the last time I saw this girl. Um, and things only got uh, a little. Things only got weirder the more time I spent with her. Yeah, you drew the line at sex where she's covered in blood with her snake wrapped around her neck. Yeah, exactly. That's too far. Yeah. Yeah. Cut a pentagram into me, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just insulted like fifty percent of. Of our listeners. <laughs> I mean, you're well, not far off, really. That, but. <laughs> that <laughs> I, I know, man. I, I, like I said, I know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> God, a pentagram into me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to make yourself laugh. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, especially so, yes. when you're crying on the ins and cowering in fear on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> Cracked. She could crack a whip better than Indiana Jones. <laughs> uh, anyway, so there's a giant so... fucking snake in the show. Um, I'm gonna TLDR this. They all jump around in absolute fear, and Dinobot's like, "What? We're under attack." Cheetor can't cry out because he's being like what's constricted. The word? Constricted. Yeah, he's he's his lungs are being crushed. Um, Rat Trap's like, what's going on? And Dinobot kind of tries to keep a, a clear head. And, but then he uh, comically is all like, you won't get me! And then he charges off screen and then crashes into something. <laughs> yeah, this is so weird. Rhinox, sorry, Rhinox tries to keep a clear head and Dinobot's the one that screams, you won't get me? And he runs away. Yeah, seeming charging at something, it looks like is what he's doing. Oh, he's going to fight it. Yeah. Okay. But he ends up crashing into a tree and this then is hilarious. Literally like peeling off of it like something out of fucking Looney Tunes. It's a Looney Tunes crash sound, even though it was just a tree. Yeah. And he's flat on it. And you know how like flattened things kind of like slowly, kind of like when they're lifted off the ground, they kind of like flutter like a, a leaf to the ground. That's yeah. literally what happens to Dinobot. 
So I'm glad that the show brought some um, comedic, some, some le- levity. Yes, to the scene because the whole thing has been like actually painful and <laughs> kind of like depressing. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's probably why they injected that like really over the top cartoonish like comedic moment into this scene because this is actually like pretty this is actually a pretty tense scene yeah and followed by looney tunes squashing sounds and dinobot going wee, 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 and floating to the ground it shows cheetor being constricted by a disgusting snake and he's being squeezed so tight that his like eyes are bulging and sparks are flying out yeah of his eyes Rat Trap uh, charges at the snake to try and save Cheetor and then bites its tail. And then the snake just like slaps him. This no, well, yes, but like there's an isolation shot of just the snake and the snake like looms over Rat Trap. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, the thing looks like the thing actually looks fucking menacing here. Yeah. Don't like it. <laughs> and then it picks Rat Trap up and throws him halfway across the jungle. And then it's like, hmm, he'll be, it'll be, that thing will be a lot easier to eat. So, yeah, I was, it slithers hmm, away. Not, so, again, human beings, I think, uh, but I'm of the opinion that like most animals shouldn't be like kept in zoos or kept by people. But, anyways, from what I know about snakes, is they don't, like regurgitate food that's half eaten they uh, well no they do um if they if they're dealing with problems or they need to escape predator or something like that um but they don't stop restricting something that's like not moving that's a sizable meal and go after something else farther away yeah that's not really predator behavior but christopher's right um ladies and gentlemen and members of the jury. <laughs> um, <laughs> it does let go of Cheetor, despite the fact Cheetor's like half dead. And it goes slithering through the jungle a couple hundred feet to go look for Rat Trap. And I think it's probably because it clo- more closely resembles its usual food. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like small mammals? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're basically the same size, though. Well, and snakes do, like, eat rats and rodents specifically, so... So it's probably closer to its um, typical diet. Also, um, often constrictors will want to attack things uh, that are less likely to injure them. Yeah, So, like, why would you attack a jaguar when you could attack, um, you know, like a squirrel small mammal yeah <laughs> um and um the horrifying snake giant anaconda is stopped in its tracks just before it's about to like pounce on rat trap and rhino it, the camera slowly pans back as it looks backwards and rhinox is like stomping on its tail like a boss yeah, yeah and he's this all is like fucking rad he's all like gotcha now gotcha now varmint and he grabs the uh, the the snake uh, by its tail. Yeah, with uh, his with, like horn. Yeah, uh, with his mouth, I think, with his teeth. Oh, um, and he'd like fucking like get some leverage going, and he like whips him. 
like yeah, he, across the jungle. Yeah, he chucks him like probably a few hundred feet across the jungle. And then when the snake <laughs> lands, <laughs> when the snake lands, you hear a bunch of elephants just like, <laughs> like there's a crashing sound as it lands back in the jungle and you hear, <laughs> and I'm like, what did he just hit an elephant with it? Yeah. I want to see that fight. I want to <laughs> see an elephant fight this giant, this giant anaconda. And um, then we cut to some more depressing shit. So eventually they all find each other again. Again, they're blind. So like, even if you're 50 feet away from someone, it's hard to find them. And um, Cheetor's like half dead on the ground. And he's like, oh, Rhinox, uh, so cold. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He he says his uh, shoulder's messed up. And he's like, and I I, I feel kind of cold. And man, I, there's a love hate with like Dinobot. Mostly he's cool, and I don't. <laughs> yeah, right here he's just like he's just like leave him. He'll only slow us down. Which I mean, <sighs> Dinobot being the way he is, like I I understand that, but I also feel like Dinobot, especially like I I feel like Dinobot has grown enough as a person. That he shouldn't say shit like that. That he, I, I don't. That I don't think he would at this point say something like yeah, that. Yeah, we've watched the show enough and got a feel for their character enough that it feels betray. Like it feels like a like it's betraying Dinobot's character. Yeah, it feels line. like it feels like a, a regression. Yeah, but I mean, he is blind and dying, so who knows. <laughs> But again, it's shown before multiple Maximals can ride on Rhinox. Yeah. So without slowing him down. Mm-hmm. Like Optimus and Rat Trap have ridden on Rhinox just fine. And Optimus is 800 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so they all could just like hop on and Rhinox could like charge, charge uh, through the jungle. Yeah. Or walk at a brisk pace. And Rat Trap's holding his ribs because it's really driving home that they're like at death's doorstep and all injured and hurt and scared. Because this is what like I need in 2020. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh... this is I'm I'm talking negatively about the whole episode so far, but it is actually a good episode. (laughs) I like it. Uh, and Rhinox is all like, Maximals don't abandon their own kind. On my back, Cheetor. Quickly, climb on my back. We got a stampede to get to. Wiggery <laughs> uh, stampede. We we cut away to uh, uh, Tigatron in robot form. And he's talking to Optimus on the radio. Uh, on his radio, as he do. Yeah. Optimus, who is still at the Axelon, which it's like, dude, why aren't you fucking super aping around, like, looking for them? Well, at this point, they're they're not overdue on their mission or anything, right? Oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, but yeah, he so he's asking uh, Tigatron, uh, oh, have you seen them? Uh, do you see any signs of them? And Tigatron's like, oh, none in uh, Grid Omega. And uh, Optimus is like, oh, we'll move to Grid Alpha. And I'll check out, uh, I'll send Air Razor to Grid Delta or something like that. 
Waspinator, being the uh, gentleman of the group, says, Waspinator think Maximal's vaporized! Because as most things in this show, um, things often are disintegrated when they explode. Yeah. And Scorponok, being the smart one of the group, says, well, actually, there should be some red uh, wreckage. Some debris. <laughs> some debris. He's like, uh, scan for uh, for Energon trails. Which and I didn't wa- know they could do. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Waspinator trans- flies up and transforms, and like... Sure enough. Well, and like... There's something weird when he transforms. It's like when he transforms and flies up, there's like a part of his chest that doesn't move at all. And it looks like it looks like a second it looks like he has a second robot head like protruding through his chest. What the Yeah, oh, like watch it. it it's weird. really weird looking. Yeah. Yeah, cool. kind of like a not fully formed chunk sitting in his chest. Yeah, and it doesn't move at all with the rest of his body. It's strange. Uh, just a little, anim- little animation little glitch. glitch. Yeah. yeah. And he zooms in and there's like bluish energy, kind of like invisible ink yeah. on the ground, uh, leading out of the canyon and um, into the jungle. Yeah. So he gets out his black light and starts examining <laughs> the blood trails. And he's all like, Maximals did survive. Yeah. And Scorpionok's like, well, we better go finish him or Megatron will scrap us. And I'm like, no, he won't. <laughs> when has he done that to anyone? He should he have done that to Terrorsaur, Terrorsaur like, like five times over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Terrorsaur yeah. does it to himself. So <laughs> he's like, I think you've learned your lesson. Also, he knows that like... He Terrorsaur... can't spare the manpower, really. I think is what it comes Especially down to. Especially not when it's Scorpionok. What? Like, why is Scorpionok so afraid? He's He's the favorite. He's yeah. the teacher's pet, right? Like, <laughs> he still well, gets yelled at, but well, he has he, more responsibility. Damn it! Well, and he may be the dumbest arachnid on the Predacons, but he is smarter than the Flyers. He's the dumbest arachnid, but he he has some potential when it comes to his inventions. Presumably, he invented the Patriot Arrow. <laughs> yep. I mean, well, that's that's why he got a lab. <laughs> yeah. That was that I was hope one... you make cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was one of his many rewards. Yeah. A creepy crawler station. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Next then, week yeah. it will be an easy bake oven. Cheers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? I imagine there's an employee of the month like wall somewhere in the dark side. Yeah. Just Scorpionok's face every month. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) who else could it possibly Uh, be? I'm just picturing that. Just like an entire wall of like employee of the month plaques, like dozens of them, but like they're all they're all like the same picture headshot of Scorpionok. But it's the same headshot. Same picture every time. Yeah. And there's like dozens of them, just all in a row. Because you're like, okay, well, Tarantulas 
or Lady Arachnia could possibly get one, except that they're like a wall half the time, like fucking off doing creepy spider shit. Yeah. Pterosaur, there's no chance. Waspinator, there's no chance. Sometimes Pterosaur's ambition gets him close, but then he's also a traitorous, creepy reptile. Wait, were pterodactyls reptiles? No, they weren't. They were technically dinosaurs. They were chickens, if Jurassic Park <laughs> taught me anything. They were really old chickens. Yep. My, how the mighty have fallen. My, how the mighty are delicious. <laughs> uh, pterodactyl hot wings, the newest fast food sensation. I'd eat it. Um... Uh, speaking of eating it, uh, we're back following our heroes, and uh, Rhinox is all like, uh, I smell water, fresh water, and I can hear it too. If we can get down to that lake, we can follow it, and it'll take us right back to the base. Beers are on me when we get there. Yeah, and Cheetor's like, oh, yeah, 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 sure, we'll we'll make it. <laughs> yeah, it's you kind can of just... like, so cold, so tired. And I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ, children's television. I know, like, I feel so bad for Cheetor here. Like, he, you, like, he's, not only is he, like, really fucked up and sick, but, like, you can just hear, it, like, props to the voice actor, too. You can just hear that he has lost all hope. Yeah. And it's not even that he's, because he's usually very hopeful. It's not even that he's lost all hope. It's that he can't, like, he barely has enough energy to talk. So he's like, yeah, 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 we'll we'll make it. Sh- sure, we will, Rhinox. Yeah, well, we'll, yeah, we'll all he... share a beer like old times. <laughs> so cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. We're we're gonna make it. You'll you'll be fine, buddy. It reminds me of like World War Two movies when like somebody's like. Like lower half is like Their intestines are like yeah. are like so all like, over oh, the stay battlefield. With me. You're, you're gonna make it, man. And he's like, T- "Tell my wife, I said hello." <laughs> <laughs> there's a little Futurama humor for you. And uh, and he's like, "No, no, don't talk like that. You'll make it. You'll be just fine." And then the the person inevitably dies. I'm getting those vibes here, and I don't like it. Hey, you remember? You remember the? Those, like, baskets of really greasy fries you could get down at Old Lou's, like, down, uh, downtown. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, you know, me and you, the first thing we're going to do when you, we get home is we're going to go down there and we're going to order three baskets just for the two of us. Oh, yeah, yeah, Lou's. That's where I met Tracy. Yeah, that they don't they don't let black people eat there, right? <laughs> I mean, if we're being period accurate, <laughs> and then the guy who's telling him this story is black, and he's all like, "Shit." Yeah, that that place, that place. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you on your own. <laughs> you die anyway. So, you know what, Trevor? I never liked you anyway. <laughs> Take just, your intestines and go. Just, and he just tosses him off his shoulder and runs. <laughs> Mortar is hitting the <laughs> battlefield beside them. Fuck, fuck all y'all. Uh, and then that guy makes it home. 
And he's the only one in the entire battalion who survives. And he gets a ribbon for it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck all (laughs) y'all. But they still won't let him in Lou's diner. (laughs) Hey man, that shit like that actually happened. Imagine being in a world war. We shouldn't be making jokes about it. Well, I mean, that's, that's how you deal with painful subjects. Right, True. like the <laughs> shed, shedding light on that through jokes <laughs> is 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 how people dance the pain away. <laughs> yeah. Well, on on light of that whole like you know like people that serve don't always have aren't always treated or given like the rights they deserve or the care they deserve. Like <laughs> it's so weird in the states, it, as far as I know the alc the. Uh, Drinking age is twenty one. It varies from state to state, but I think yeah. uh, I think by and large, like twenty one. Most of Man. our listeners are actually American, so uh, if you're from a state where it isn't twenty one, please. Oh, that's let a us good know. point. Yeah, <laughs> it's nineteen in Canada for anyone listening. Uh, that also depends on pro- the province, but is it eight- lower than nineteen? Any wait, is it eighteen in Al- Alberta? It's 18 in Alberta and another province as well. I think it might be Nova Scotia or New Brunswick. I think one of those maritime provinces. I think everything needs to be 18. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 18 drink, 18 tobacco, 18 um, your like N driver's license, 18 for like to star in adult entertainment, like 18 across the board for everything. Yeah. It's like. It's like, bam, when you're 18, you get to go vote for the first time. And then afterwards, you smoke a cigar in celebration. And then you follow that up by going out and having some beers. And then you end up having way too many beers. So you inadvertently end up uh, shooting a porno film. (laughs) But it's okay because you gave your consent. Because you're 18. Yeah. It's just so, it would be so weird to come back. Like, let's say you went and served for two years, you come back, you go to a bar, you're 20, but the drinking age is 21, and you're like, <laughs> and you're like, I've seen shit you people wouldn't believe. <laughs> uh. And like, you're old enough to like pull a trigger, but not old enough to drink. Except they were five years old. <laughs> yeah. The, the replicants, yeah. I got the reference, okay. Okay, okay. Um, I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. Sea beams off the Orion. I, I can't remember the quote. Yeah. Uh, what was uh, that actor's name? How? Uh, how? Uh, Rutger Hauer. Hauer. There, there we go. Um, Rutger Hauer. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Uh, I didn't know this until I've had it in my library for years. I didn't know this until I like literally like a few days ago started playing it. He's the voices and the is the main character's design for Observer. the game Observer. Yeah. And I start playing it and I hear his voice and I'm like, wait a wait a second. Wait he a sound, second. He sounds really old and tired in that game. I, I love it. I I could tell it was like him. Like I didn't know that was actually him in the game. I was like, "Huh, the observer art looks familiar. Weird." And then as soon as he started talking, I was like, "Wait a second, wait a second. I know who this is." 
and I had to like Google it just to make sure because I couldn't remember his name, but like I knew it was the replicant fellow. Yeah, and Speaking... uh, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Speaking of Googling things, Tarantula, we're at the dark side, and Tarantulas is at a computer console, and he's all like, mm, Megatron, I'm getting an odd reading at coordinates 903. It looks like walking Energon. That's an oddly accurate Tarantulas impression. Oh, nice. <laughs> I think. Uh, so on That's the, as good yeah. as any normal non-voice actor can can like do like i like you i think you do a really good waspinator tarantulas megatron and rat trap and dipshit megatron (laughs) that one kills me every time (laughs) sometimes like a the caricature of someone is funnier than an accurate like recreation oh absolutely yeah (laughs) uh why, so why, yeah, why do, you, why do you think we've turned listeners? This is why we've turned uh, Rhinox into a trucker, for instance. He <sighs> does have a slight twang, but man, we really turned that up to eleven. <laughs> I don't even know how that started. Oh, Rhinobot. Yeah, I think we started kind of <laughs> adding a twang to that. How do any of these jokes get started at this point? We've been doing this for months. How <laughs> bad? The the slow descent into um, into madness <laughs> into madness of analyzing a uh, twenty minute <laughs> uh, children's <laughs> animation <laughs> from twenty five years ago. Yep. So um, on the Google screen, there are floating energon readings. I'm just amazed they can read energon that accurately. Yeah, and and, uh, and render it in three D in real time. Oh, that's right. It's a grid. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a 3D like topography. And um, one of them's like, well, I guess they survived Scorpinox inept ambush. Yeah. And, and, and they and know Mega- about contamination because that's what they assume it is. Yeah, and Megatron's all like, Set, send Pterosaur and Waspinator to, the, to their coordinates. Seek and destroy. <laughs> he says that weird. And yeah. the camera zooms in when he says destroy and he like and then Metallica his voice. And then seek and destroy by Metallica <laughs> starts playing. <laughs> uh that would be a good uh if we actually like edited videos for like YouTube, that would be a, a good time to do it. <laughs> I put very little effort. I, I do put these on YouTube, but I put very little effort into it. Oh, that's at like 1,000 subscribers kind of like levels of editing. Yes, not the 13 that we currently have. (laughs) Well, it's a start. Uh, Oh, their water effects are actually really good on that waterfall. We're at a waterfall. Yeah. I like how he's like, send my my most reliable agent, (laughs) Pterosaur. Yep. I feel like they're under send, heavy scrutiny at their and, base. And send the, the Metallica CDs along with them. <laughs> Get, grant him access to the Metallica CD binder. Cheers. <laughs> Password, enter Sandman. <laughs> uh, enter Sandman 6969. <laughs> Sandman 6969. No, uh, 
XO Sandman XO sixty nine. That's my sniper name. Yeah, little O, capital X, little O, Sandman, Sandman in caps lock, little O, uh, big X, little O, sixty nine, sixty nine. Yeah, you know, you know, you know <laughs> Xbox gamer tags. <laughs> hey, I was on the internet twenty years ago. Okay, <laughs> I was there, man. I was. I've seen things you would never believe. You know who who's not seeing things? <laughs> of the Maximals. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're hanging so, out by a waterfall. And, so they. Yeah, Rhinox says we made it to the waterfall. Meaning, when he says the waterfall. They specifically mean like that one near their base, presumably. Yeah. Or the river, one of the waterfalls. So it means that they're close. And we, we know they're the close as viewers because we know that there are waterfalls near where the Axelon is. It's like up in a mountainy, like kind of canyon. Yeah. And so Dinobot's like, what did you say? Yeah, because it's hard wa- to hear. Because the waterfall is loud. And Rhinox is. Is all like, I said we made it to the waterfall. And Dinobot's like, what a startling revelation. And throws his hands up, raptor hands up in the air. Yeah, he's not being a team player. He's kind of pissing me off this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Rat Trap goes, sniffs around, finds a log. that's con- Which is weird because there are no trees here. Like, if you look around, there's absolutely no trees up in these, like, Canyons. Oh yeah, none at all. Presumably it could have came from upriver somewhere and lodged itself here. But again, they're on top of a map. Uh, kind of like the Grand Canyon. Maybe there could be trees upriver somewhere. But mm. I, I'm just like, where did this log come from? <laughs> I mean, I know it's uh, like, um, what's the word? Deus Ex? A Deus Ex Machina? But, um... But uh, I don't, I don't, I don't see no forests around here. I don't see no forests for the trees. That's deep. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Rattrap uh, cr- climbs across and is all like, "Hey, uh, I think we can uh, use this to cross. I'll check it out." See. So uh, Walks across, gets the I like how he's sniffing his way across as if that's helping him keep his balance. Hey, maybe it is. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how a rat's equilibrium works. He's he'll just follow his nose. There's (laughs) another log in the background. Fruit loops. (laughs) I'll just follow my nose wherever it goes. And it goes in a straight line, and he's like, come across. And because nothing makes sense. Oh yeah, there's a log, another log upstream. Nothing makes sense. Instead of you know crossing the rickety log one at a time, they, they all go to together. All... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, then B Man shows up. Oh yeah. And he magno eyes oh, no. on them, and he's like, "Er, there's the Maximals," and he magno eyes onto their eyes, and sees Whoa. that their eyes are white. He's all oh, like, yeah, he does. He's all like, oh, they can't see. This will be easy. It'll be like shooting Maximals in a barrel. Yeah. And um, instead exactly of shooting like them, 
he like shoots the log, which I feel is kind of dumb, but but not like the middle of the log where they're crossing, like the log on one end of the waterfall, so it yeah. dislodges. And they all go hilariously tumbling um down the waterfall into the water. Yeah. And he goes, "Yep, they must be dead from that. If there's anything I've learned, it's to never confirm your kill." Yeah. And he flies and, off. And then Pterosaur shows up and is all like, "Megatron sent me to aid your search cuz you suck." And Waspinator is all like, "Er, fuck you. I've already <laughs> destroyed them." <laughs> I like how Waspinator is on the bottom of this totem pole. Do you know what I mean? Like, seeing their interact, their hierarchy of power, yeah. like, well, Waspinator tries to act tough around anybody because he's at the bottom, right? Yeah. But, like, Pterosaur always, like, pushes, tries to push Waspinator around. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and Waspinator, or uh, Pterosaur is just like, well, show me then, dumbass. Yeah. Where are they? Where are their bodies? Yeah. Uh, speaking of their bodies, we uh, uh, we we cut to uh, yeah, uh, the water. Up. Yeah, we cut to the water, and nothing's going on. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> a majestic <laughs> <freaking> rhinoceros body <laughs> just like flops out of the water like a fish into frame. I actually I laughed both times watching this. <laughs> Like a like a the way a, um like uh like Ariel or like a mermaid like comes out of the water. <laughs> yeah, but it's this big fucking rhinoceros. Ah, uh, a tale as old as time. The majestic rhinoceros going for its afternoon bath. <laughs> its natural habitat. <laughs> its natural habitat. Uh, fucking rapids. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh so yeah rhinox then swims to shore somehow and, and uh the rest of the maximals are already at the shoreline yeah they're like washed up and somehow cheetor's still hanging in there yeah good on him and it, he's like yeah i've had enough water to last me a stellar lifetime and rat traps like yeah you and me both kiddo and then uh, Dinobot, feeling sorry for himself, is all like, oh, what irony for a warrior like me to go out blind, wet, and helpless. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and Rhinox is all like, we're not, fi- we're not finished yet, buddy. <laughs> um, and Dinobot... Spare me your eternal optimism. Yeah, Waspinator will be back this time. And not only is he back, he has a friend. Yeah. A red friend. Which, I mean, to be fair, if Pterosaur hadn't shown up, he probably wouldn't have been back. <laughs> he probably just would have fucked off. He- here's why I think they fuck, um, fuck off all the time, instead of like confirming things. So, have you ever had a job that's like, you hate it, you're pushed yes. to do work, people look over your shoulder... Right, yeah. like all the time, and then it's like, "Hey, uh, can you go grab something from like the walk-in freezer?" Right, and you take your sweet fucking time because yeah. you're, it's salvation from like the drudgery that is like having like somebody look over your shoulder for an entire shift, and as you like painfully like make a make a living. 
I think that's what it's like being at the Predacon base. Because it's not just um, Megatron. It's like every other Predacon like snoops in on you to like make sure you're like like doing a job. That's probably why like Tarantulas has his lair and is like pieced out like half the time. Yeah. Right? So it's like, oh good. Uh, I got rid of some of the Maximals temporarily. Oh, I'm gonna go fuck off and fly around over the jungle for like an hour or two. Yeah. Just to get away from their terrible <laughs> workplace. <laughs> that's that's the vibe I get from Waspinator and Pterosaur. And speaking of Waspinator and Pterosaur, they fly by. They are the... terrorized. They're in their uh, robot forms. And yeah. they do a flyby of the... Uh, man, it does not look good for them, huh? They do a flyby over them, and like they're in the like on the shore of a river, in a canyon, and they get caught by the two flyers. Yeah. And they're blind, and injured, and they, it's, it's bad. Yeah, and Pterosaur is all like, ha, destroy them, did you? And Waspinator is all like, oh, shut the fuck up already. <laughs> like you could have done a better job. I'm sick of your shit. <laughs> and I'm sick of these stupid Maximals, too. Let's go fuck them up. <laughs> so that's what they do. Talking my language. <laughs> uh. There you go. You can do Waspinator. I'll do, I'll do Pterosaur. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, they they do. And uh, yeah, so the Maximals are just like, well, we're fucked. What do we do now? And Rhinox is all like, well, nowhere to run, so I say we fight. Yeehaw! Nowhere to... And um, Dinobot is like talking to a wall. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or at least I like to think so. It shows after that he's like trying to feel his way out of the the canyon. But I like to think that he's just facing the wrong way. (laughs) Yeah. Like he hears an echo off the the wall or something. And he's like... Because he... I mean, if... Out of all of them right there, who needs their eyes the most? Dinobot. Because he has fucking eye lasers. Yeah, can he even use his eye lasers? Well, we find out that he can. <laughs> yep, that's true. Um, so, not all is lost. So they, so all of them but Rhinox transform, and they start just, like, shooting off into random directions. <laughs> and yeah, they're all like, Yeah, they're all like... They're all like, oh, where are they? How can we hit what we can't see? Huh? What was that noise? <laughs> huh? What was that noise? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Damn it. Almost. <laughs> that was my fault this time. <laughs> uh, there, there was our one Metal Gear reference for the, for the episode, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so uh, Rhinox is all like, basically like, uh, yeah, Maximals, remember them targeting grids we used to use back back in... Uh... Virtua training? Yeah, pic- picture that picture that shit in your head right now. Vector-based like, targeting grid. Do you see it? And uh, Dinobot's like, this is stupid. <laughs> You're not my dad. You can't tell me what to do. And he's like, concentrate, young one. You can do it. And he becomes Fong from Reboot. Yeah, basically. 
And uh, I I love this, man. I really love this. I love this so much. I know it's corny, but I, I love it. Um, it shows um, Cheetor, because remember, Cheetor doesn't half-ass anything. Say what you want about Cheetor, but he's a good team player. Or I'm amazed he was... I'm amazed he was even able to transform, honestly, given how fucked up he was just a few minutes ago. Yes. Like, he could, like, barely walking. So, presumably, the contamination is spreading, right? But their mechanical repairs are happening when they're in beast form. Yeah. So, even though mechanical repairs are happening, the danger here is in the Energon um, contamination. Yeah. That's that's my two cents about why Cheetor is a little bit better in in this scene. Yeah, we'll go with that. And uh, speaking of Cheetor, he closes his eyes and actually pictures the like vector grid in his head. Yeah, he's all like, like I... he's all like, yeah, I see it. Yeah, it's like this like vector like wireframe type thing. Yeah, and um, Rat Trap is like, hey, yeah, me too. And I love this. Rhinox is like good, and Dinobot is just like looking around frantically, uh, presumably not even attempting this uh, medita- <laughs> meditation retreat. And Rhinox like sits back on his like haunches, yep, and like pr- like like poses in the lotus position with both of it, both of his rhinos, rhinos, <laughs> rhino- rhinoceros hooves out, like Rhinoxus. in a yoga position, what is your hypothesis on the rhinoceros? <laughs> uh, I'm the rhinoceros, and you're the hippopotamus. <laughs> oh man! Y'all ever watch uh, Flight of the Concords? Uh, no, actually. Okay, I'll, I'll link you to what I'm talking about. <laughs> afterwards so the rhinoceros uh closes his eyes and he's like he tells the others get ready and like a monk like meditating he's not actually transformed by the way yeah he's still in beast form he's in beast form so like he's a rhino doing this then the animators (laughs) had fun with this they were like, no, we need to keep him in as a rhino doing this. It's way funnier. <laughs> it's like uh like I was saying on uh uh that episode a few weeks ago where uh uh they were going back to Cybertron and Dinobot was just like in raptor form, like looking up at a lightning storm at night, like quoting Shakespeare. And I was just <laughs> like <laughs> I was just like this scene, like just in a vacuum without any context. People would just be like, "What in the fuck am I watching?" Beast Wars <laughs> has a, a lot scenes. of great no context, <laughs> like screenshots. Yeah, and um, like Lotus, like Pose, uh, Rhinox is definitely one of them. And he, his eyes snap open and his ears twitch, and he's like, "Cheetor Vector Five Three Seven," and he yeah. aims at Vector Five. Three seven, and he's like, um, he he does the same to um, Rat Trap and Dinobot, but he gives them slightly different coordinates. Yeah, he's like uh, Rat Trap vector five three two, Dinobot vector five five four, or something like that. And it seems like Dinobot did join them. Yeah, 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 exactly close. Um, And it seems like kind of like they're going to be shooting in a generalized area, which is kind of better than giving them all the same. 
yeah. um, vector. And so it does seem like Dinobot does join them because his eyes snap into like place. So he did join them on this uh, yoga retreat after all. <laughs> and um, his eyes start to, Dinobot's eyes start to glow green as he's like charging his eye lasers. Yeah. I, I love that. And his like face starts to tremble. And Dinobot's like, on my mark, fire! And boy, oh boy, the next time that uh, Pterosaur and Waspinator come flying through, are they met with surprise? Yeah. They're like shot out of the air, and Pterosaur like comically flies across the canyon, and like again, Looney Tune smashes into the the canyon wall so hard, it sends cracks all the way through the the rock. Yeah, and he squishes. I- and Waspinator is just all like, what the shit? <laughs> Fuck this shit, I'm out! <laughs> and he wasn't even hit, Yeah, but he takes off, because presumably he thinks that they can see again. And yeah. now it's and now it's like like 4v1. Yeah. So, <laughs> Fuck this shit, I'm out of here! Yeah, so they... So they keep firing, and uh, uh, our old pal Tigatron shows up. He yeah, sees he, like, the, the battle going the, on. The battle, yeah. And uh, Rhinox is all like, Rattrap, Victor 139, quick! And Rattrap immediately just points like directly upward and fires and hits Waspinator, who was charging down at them. Oh, yeah, because, well, there's a part where I think, okay, Tigatron does message base. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, which is good, because I'm like, I... Good luck getting all four of them out of there, buddy. Uh, but I forgot. Yeah, he, he messages the base. I forgot. They do snipe Waspinator. Yeah. And then Waspinator, like, uh, flies after he's hit. He, like, comes falling down. Like and then skipping stone and then, across and then the water. Sk- and then skips across the water like a stone. Uh, and all the Maximals short out and go into stasis lock. I don't know if it's ever shown stasis lock before but i don't like it <laughs> they they basically um short out and get paralyzed and fall on the ground lifelessly all yeah. all three of them actually one by one cheetor dinobot and rat trap they're all like hey wait a second no i well and, and yeah well and the the point of stasis lock as i understand it is essentially when they're in a really bad way <laughs> it puts them into like a low energy coma basically yeah. to, to basically conserve what little energy they have left. Yeah. To keep them so they can stay alive until they can be repaired. Yeah. Hopefully someone else can find them or. Yeah. Yeah. Some, something. Yeah. And, the... um, yeah, uh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Rhinox is all like, uh, Oh, uh, transforming, uh, sped up the contamination they're all in stasis lock and then uh we see some rocks like fall down the uh the mountain behind them and rhinox is all like well shit and then he finally transforms with his uh, i'll have to get my hands dirty too yeah he uh transforms and has his like little uh gatling gun out uh aiming up but the, it's uh, the source the of the voice the from the. Oh, by the way, the the whole time this has been happening, the uh, the canyon where the river is, it's like extremely foggy. We forgot oh, yeah, to mention, yeah. which which lends to um, the battle that just happened. 
we we kind of didn't didn't play that up properly but for, I guess, for anyone yeah. listening yeah um the reason that was all possible and the reason why the flyers the predacons were like taking passes shooting rather than staying in one place uh was because they thought they'd just pick them off and do flybys right but the whole yeah. canyon is so foggy that it kind of gives the maximals at least some chance to fight back if they're just using their ears it's also a neat visual cue for the uh for the viewer as well because like our heroes are blind and yeah. like even we as viewers our visibility is limited oh yeah it's a good yeah. point yeah like we can't see 30 feet down the the river yeah and same thing with optimus coming into view yeah he hears his voice before we see him and he kind of like comes through the fog just as Rhinox is like, Optimus, buddy, am I glad to see you? See, see you. And he like shuts down. Yeah, he's all like, lock. he's all like, actually, it. What he actually says is he's <laughs> like, uh, Optimus, I knew you'd kill. And then he shorts out. I wanted to actually like use, I wanted to use the actual line because it, I think it's kind of a, uh, it, it's a bit of an emotional moment. Because then, then Optimus immediately is like, Optimus to Tigatron, Codex. And you can just hear, like, panic in his voice. Yeah. Presumably Air Razor, Tigatron, and Optimus, like, haul their asses back to base. Yeah. And um, we cut with a slow... We cut to the next scene with a, a slow pan of the... Uh, the Axelon, and there's an R chamber, a Healy tank, if you will. Yeah. And the door opens up, and just Rhinox is inside, like unmoving in his robot form. And his eyes, like, like spark red, like reboot, like he's rebooting or something. Yeah. And everybody's there to greet him. Hey, and, um, uh, his, buddy. His vision, Good to like, see ya. <laughs> Good to see ya. And his vision kind of like blurs and then becomes stable and more clear. And yeah, and they're all there. And Dinobot growls. <laughs> yeah, and Dinobot growls and is like, is all like, well, I suppose you did do a commendable job out there. And he kind of looks around shadily. <laughs> that's yeah. a, that's a, that's a, that's as close to a compliment you'll get by Dinobot. And Optimus is like, uh, yeah, if he's Optimus is like. Dude, like, if Rhinox hadn't gotten you guys as far as he did, like, you'd be dead right now. We would have never got you back to the base in time. So shut the fuck yeah. up, buddy. <laughs> right? Uh, and Rhinox is like, well, I think it was a good experience for all of us. And Dinobot's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> a good experience? What? That's horrible. What the fuck was so good about it? Yeah, what what in the infernal was so good about it? Yeah, and he says, "Well, we never really appreciated what we were capable of in beast form." And, and he, uh, now we know. <laughs> and no one is half the battle. I'm, a, I'm a, now I'm gonna transform and go smell some flowers. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be in my bunk. I'll be in my bunk. Was that a Firefly reference? It is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite show. All ten episodes of it. All the live long day. Yeah, and uh, 
they kind of cross their their arms and watch Rhinox like wander off in his beast beast mode. And uh, Rat Trap's like, ah, you gotta love the big lug nut. And um, they get a kind of like Looney Tunes ending with like the the screen wipe that's kind of like a circle closing. Yeah. That's all, folks. So that has been episode 18 in production order dark voyage cal do you have any final thoughts about the episode oh it is a dark voyage indeed both figuratively and literally yes it was even though it's kind of like part of being able to like watch the shows i i go okay i know none of them can die (laughs) so uh but it's like it's oddly realistic like the way that they're hurting and the way that they're like going through that jungle and there's a stupid snake and they're almost powerless to fight anything and they're like it's like homeward bound man like you like homeward bound but it's tragic shit you know yeah yeah that's a good way of putting it right it's the homeward bound of beast wars but (laughs) i i I like it because uh an incredible journey we get glimpses into how those four characters interact with that kind of con- like conflict. And for the most part, Rat Trap and Cheetor are just along for the ride. But they, they follow orders of somebody that tr- is trying their best. Dinobot is just like contradictory and argumentative. But like it's a good it's another good Rhinox episode. Yeah. His uh him being his inner feng shui uh, really, really saved the day. I hope somebody like corrects me. I, I know I actually know what feng shui means. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a it was a really good episode. Uh, it was one I liked a lot as a kid, and it's still one as an adult that I really enjoy. Which that uh, if you've been listening along. To this show since the beginning, uh, you'll know that that actually doesn't happen a lot for me. <laughs> what? I think there's been like what one episode I like vocally disliked. Which one was that? What one was I shitting all over? Double Dinobot. D- Double Dinobot. Yeah. No, no. I just mean <laughs> like uh, uh, a lot of the times episodes that I didn't like very much as a kid, I've come to really, really like as an adult. And episodes that were like my favorites as a kid, uh, I'm kind of like, eh, about eh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but this one hold this one you you liked as a kid and as an adult. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. It it's interesting. It, it's interesting now that we're older to kind of analyze and see the things that make say a movie or an episode of a show like appealing to both kids and as an and adults, especially ones that were on air as we were a kid and we can recall the memories we had watching them or at least yeah, you you, could, you were a bit older i barely remember anything before 10 but um yeah like i remember we had spoken earlier the episode where air razor is introduced as a kid i was like eh yeah but as an adult i was like oh shit like this is one of the better ones this is great mm-hmm totally 
yeah, so I'm I'm jiving with Rhinox. I I I I like I like his vibes. Yeah, he he's become he was a character that I didn't really like think much of as a kid, but same. Like, yeah. Uh I think he's one of my favorites now. Mine too. Yeah. Be interesting he's... to see where he goes from here. Yeah. Uh speaking of going, we're uh we're, we're running out, out we're running out of time. We had a time already? Oh, yes. Well, I guess before we go into stasis lock, we better, uh, we better, <laughs> uh, talk about some stuff. Yeah, uh, so that had, uh, that was Dark Voyage. Th- yeah, that was Dark 18. Uh, best way to support the show, if you're listening to this on, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, leave us a five-star rating. Helps us out with discoverability. Check out our website, www.toomuchenergon.ca, where you'll find links to our Facebook page, contact info, my Instagram, and more. Yeah, go go creep us on the the website. Another thing, um, even if you don't listen to us on Apple, but you have an Apple account and you like us, if you go and log in and and find too much energon on there and and like it anyway uh it helps with uh what's the word um at, what's the word christopher Discover, discoverability D- discoverability yeah uh, um also uh if you like this show and like hearing us talk tell your friends about it yeah and if you want your kids or hide your wife <laughs> and uh if you want to hear us do this, but talk about Reboot, another show from Mainframe Entertainment from the uh, the mid-1990s, uh, we have another podcast where we and our pal Aiden do that. It's called Alphanumeric, a Reboot podcast. Wherever you're listening to this show, you can find Alphanumeric there as well. So uh, check that out. We'll be back next week with the 19th episode in production order, Possession which is another one of my favorites from season one. And this no. one I have actually revisited it. Re- <laughs> revisited. Uh, sorry, I'm getting kind of congested all of a sudden. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you know what's funny? I what's didn't, I have not seen this. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's ac- actually going to be new for me. Uh, I say I... that now, but I bet you when I watch it, like memories will spark up. Uh, when I mentioned uh, on last week's podcast where I was talking about uh, buying individual DVDs of Beast Wars back in the early 2000s, uh-huh, and, I, uh-huh. and I mentioned that I had bought season three because it had the trigger part or not season uh, part season one, part three, part, because it had. Yeah. yeah, because it had the trigger part one and two on it also had possession on it. Oh, so, so it went all the way up to possession. Yeah. So it was an episode that I. uh now that's the one to get. You picked uh, a good part to buy. <laughs> yeah, listeners, if any of the listeners out there, if you have the the full season or full series box set of season one, it's disc three. It's the exact same disc, same episodes on it and everything. Yeah, there you go. So it's an episode that I have revisited a number of times over the years, and uh, it's, a, it's a good one. I like it. So I'm excited to jump back into it next week. The premise is so weird. I can't wait to to check it out. So, is such uh, a thing even possible? 
We'll find out we'll next find week out. on Too Much Energon. Uh, thank you very much to everyone who listened, and until then, Beast Mode. Beast Mode. Beast Mode! <laughs>